minutes of our lives inside Either we're in traffic at work or close eyes How about we all agree that it's way overdue to take back our lives What's up, guys? Welcome into the Work Wherever podcast. This is the podcast where we talk about AI, automation, the ability to work wherever, so you can live every day like it is Saturday. I got Sydney here. Hi. She's waving at you for all our okay. YouTube listeners and, and uh, friends. I know, it's weird. It's different, <laughs> right? It's like I'm looking at you, but I'm not looking at you. I'm looking at the camera, but then I'm looking at you. I usually look at you anyway, so this is probably better for somebody watching YouTube because it makes it actually look like I'm looking at them. It's way closer to your face. The camera's usually up on the ceiling. Um, but yeah, this is a, so Sydney's here. This is a internet, well, it's not an internet hotspot. Mm -hmm. This it's is kind of like what we've been doing is talking about, like, yeah, recently, which we just went to a two day conference mm -hmm. called Shift Happens. Yeah, it was put on by Avpoint. Mm -hmm. Great conference. It was really interesting. Yeah. I, I enjoyed it. Um, we went to different breakout sessions, yeah. so we have a little bit of different information. Different perspectives. You're, you went to more like the customer journey, storytelling, marketing. I went more towards the developer side and a little bit of some compliance risk analysis. So it was all around generative AI. It was it was basically the podcast and then in a, a conference form, which was super cool. Mm -hmm. Um some of it, I felt like I, like you understood. I knew like the whole. Yeah, I understood everything. Yeah, it's like we've been talking about it for months, but it was it was so weird, like how much like our podcast that it was a little bit, and things that we've been. But, Makes me look a little less crazy. You don't look crazy, and it does make it like now we know like people are talking about this. Yeah, we're not just talking. We're not just talking not about just it. Going off, right? Yeah, I know. I know. Every week, I like tell Evan about my podcast. And he's like, "Are you? How do you talk about that? Like every yeah. week? Like, no, you're talking about the same thing. Like, that's literally what it's about, like, right? But that's what it is. It it it, yeah. it is. I mean, this is we're at the forefront 
of technology right now and of what is to happen this this future technology so yeah it's right now we're talking about news articles which is that so that's the four shows do the internet hotspot that's sydney and i typically talking about news articles and trending news which this is a, an entire conference around tech technology trends we have the homegrown with haley that's my wife and i talk about lifestyle we have roy's rants that's my tinfoil hat, basically me by myself. They become a little bit more technical. And then we have interviews or long form, which we booked two out of this conference. So two of the speakers will be on the show to talk about their talks. And then do, you're on a different podcast today. I am on another podcast today to talk about uh, emerging technologies and, and artificial intelligence. And then we have... Another, I was at another conference on Monday, so I'll be talking with Callie Keen, who was at that DC Next conference. It was called DC Next. It was all about government, most uh, generative AI and the use of artificial intelligence from a government's perspective. At, at it point, was a little bit of that. It was more like Microsoft. It was focused, but there were a lot of government people there, agencies there. So we're in the middle of DC. And I know we talk about like, oh, everybody's jumping on the train of AI, like it's the next greatest thing. But you'd be surprised, like, how many people still have like. Well, the last <laughs> breakout that I went to, let me see that. So I have the schedule pulled up. Yeah. The last one that I went to was, let me see what it, risk management strategy for your digital workplace powered by AI, and that basically turned into like. You said it like an episode. It was an episode of <laughs> one where we kind of got like all. Yeah. Like doom and gloom. Apocalypse. It was very doom and gloom. Like, how can I trust it kind of a thing, It, it which was super interesting for me. Right. And you hear like little voices of that like pop up at all the different like um, talks. Yeah. But it seems like you guys went really like. It, so at a conference, you go to these conferences and they all start out kind of the same way. Whoever's hosting the conference gets up there and kind of turns it into a pitch fest. Right which the AppPoint people went up there and talked about all the fun and exciting things that AppPoint is doing and how they're using artificial intelligence. Which, let me say, I missed the first day because there's so much freaking traffic. You didn't miss the first day. Right, no. You missed the first speech. Yes. And I I told you, like, I just cannot ever imagine having to go back and I would <laughs> drive in traffic. Yeah, that's, well, that was what I was talking with Haley. Horrible. I... I would hate to do that. I told you. I, was like, I looked it up last night. It said 38 minutes, and I yeah. think it ended up taking me an hour and a half. Yeah. It's yeah. 3x your commute. Which, duh, like, obviously add time for traffic. But, you know. but the traffic's <laughs> real. Yeah. This is not... I feel like people misinterpret what we're saying and what we're talking about on this podcast when we're like, work wherever, work from home. And people are like, well, why can't you drive down the street? We're talking about Washington, D.C. Northern Virginia, like, literally... Australia I think is awful. statistically like the worst traffic. It is. <laughs> Us and LA yeah. have the worst traffic in the country. And we're talking about going for no reason. Like Northern Virginia is also referred to as the heart of the internet. So right. cloud computing lives here. Right. Like nothing important really was happening that day. We could have watched the whole thing. There. Yeah. I mean, it was good to network with people. Yeah. But outside of that. It was good to sit down with AppPoint, which AppPoint is great. We, we met with their team. They're what helping us through a migration. AppPoint. So AppPoint is a stack. It's a suite of tools to help with 
migrations. The, the AppPoint tool started with SharePoint migrations. So now since they have created a whole bunch of other products within their suite, they acquired some other companies to do like uh, document retention and document uh, routing and archival. Uh, but then they help you maintain your teams and your SharePoint sites. And then, like I said, their, their staple product, which is Fly, that is their migration tool, which is we're using Fly right now to help one of our clients migrate from a Dropbox environment into SharePoint. And we had run into a couple snafus or questions uh, around firewalls because we take security pretty seriously and we were running into a few different things. And so we were at the AppPoint conference. So it gave me the opportunity to just have a conversation with them and say, Hey, I need this. And they were great. They escalated our ticket, you know, helped us out. So it was, it was great. Um, appreciate that point. And the, but like I said, the, the beginning of the conference was like a pitch fest, right? So let me, let me get who it was, who it was Dr. Tiani or TJ. TJ John Peluso. He, they have, that person has like four names. <laughs> and uh, Dr. Tini TJ Gian John Peluso. So that's a mouthful. So that was the first speaker. Uh, let's see, this was learn how data is the key to unlocking the true potential of AI. Dr. TJ will dive into the ways in which AI is transforming industries and how organizations can leverage data to drive innovation and growth. It pretty much set the stage for the entire conference because every breakout was basically about that. And one, he was just very right. like high level. Very like, some of them were repetitive, but some of them were definitely. Mm-hmm. Build a data-driven culture that fosters innovation and collaboration. Use AI to automate workflows and enhance productivity. Leverage AI-powered analytics to make business decisions. It was basically like, hey, we got a bunch of stuff that you can do with AI. So, you know, enjoy the conference. It was kind of the beginning of it, right? Enjoy the conference. Big push on, obviously, Copilot. Copilot. Pretty much the main Definitely focus. the main player. They're all saying, you know generative ai yes broad terms but pretty much all about it was copilot yeah. i mean it was a pitch fest for copilot from a microsoft perspective or bing, bing or chat. bing chat <laughs> um which is chat gbt open ai okay. yeah and chat feeds into bing chat it's so there is that whole um multiple generative ais working together through web services in Microsoft Azure to deliver information quickly. And so Copilot is just multiple, multiple generative AIs together that help you do your business, that help you do whatever it is that you do at your business. So we talked about like creating templates. That seemed like a pretty cool thing. And using those templates, like what was it like creating a PowerPoint to create a SharePoint site? Yeah. So basically you can direct co-pilot mm -hmm. um, two specific documents to pull information from. So you can say, hey, write me this. Take this information and write me whatever, but use this template that I've already used and point it to that template. So it'll take all that new information and put it into a new format. Well, the format that you want it for you. Um, and then you can say, also use this PowerPoint that has all my branding, all my colors, all my logos, 
and add that in. Um, and then you can like approve it or you can make more changes. So it's it's wild what yeah. I can do. But what you're talking about, you know, they took a PowerPoint and said, hey, make this a SharePoint site. Yeah. Kind of the other perspective of it was, it, it kind of showed like the whole life cycle of communication. So it can help you find a meeting, help you find free time on everyone's calendar. Some very general things that you are already using that you don't necessarily right. realize. Help you write the email invite, help you create the meeting. Through the meeting can take notes. Then you can ask it to take those notes, create a summary that then that summary, it in case you, let's say it was a planning meeting and you wanted to then take that information and then present it to people, it will cr create the PowerPoint presentation using your branding. So it could be like a pitch deck or something like that. Uses all your branding and imaging, creates the PowerPoint presentation for you. You do the presentation or whatever. And then you're like, okay, we should create a SharePoint site out of this deck. Then you can create a communication site or whatever, a SharePoint site, so that from your pitch deck, using your branding and imaging and headers and information, so it just kind of follows what typically would be like a four to six week thing and condense it into potentially a week of things to do. Right. So it expedites so rapidly. Yeah. It's crazy. That was a big point of the conference too was getting everybody on like an equal playing field yeah. right? or bringing up those people necessarily have access to these tools or maybe do but it would take them 10 times longer to do it yeah it, it was certainly interesting they had multiple breakouts so that was the first speaker the second speaker was jacob morgan um mm -hmm. leading with vulnerability we have those books we got his book yeah we got the books which that was cool and so that was like not really about ai that was more of like some statistics around how leaders need to you know be more vulnerable and less like uh mean i guess was really the kind of the more empathetic more empathetic yeah which he was fine he he, he he was you know kind of an outlier he was one of the only ones he was an outlier but it, i mean it ties in right oh i mean i thought it was good i mean i took pictures and notes yeah so i was like okay you know compliment sydney on her outfit so that i before well, I tell be honest, well, right? Being more empathetic, <laughs> right. but leading, you still have not just be vulnerable, not just, right. you know, but still lead while doing that. So, hey guys, I know that I'm new or we're going through this, but be honest, right? right. I know this is like what is happening. Yes, it's hard, but here's what we can Here's do what we're going to do to tackle it. To fix it. it. Yeah. Um, like, it's not good to just be like, this is what we're going to do and totally ignore people's feelings. It's also not good to be like, I know this is going to be really difficult and really hard. Right. So tie that into AI. Leadership. Right. I know it's scary. I know it's like all these tools that are coming at you. I know you feel like they're going to take your jobs, blah, 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 blah. But this is how we're going to use it. This is how we're going to start. Right. This is this is the path forward. Exactly. Then there was a couple of different breakouts. So let's see. Which one did we do? There was, I think we did Future Proof Your Digital Work Workplace Powered by AI and Copilot, which we just talked about that mm -hmm. it was largely around templating powerpoint presentation generate basically creating using the microsoft suite how can you use copilot to do some of the tasks that you maybe otherwise had to spend large amounts of time on right. um and i could do more of them and then there was a a break 
Then we went into how to maximize next generation AI for low code platform. Now we can go into this a little bit, but that was actually Bobby Chang, who's going to be on our podcast talking about this. So we can kind of save this one, but what it is, it's about Copilot, Microsoft Copilot, and its ability to plug into the Microsoft Power Platform to create low-code applications for you and help you write code so that you can expedite the development process from... Uh, Not even write. Well, I can help you write code based yeah. on your natural... Natural language. Language. That was one of the more... That was like points. one of their higher points, too. It's like, hey, this is in your... This is just taking your words, like your... Um, your ideas your words right it was your words you can say you can have it write something for you and then you can say hey rewrite this to sound like me right right yeah you can rewrite it to add more emojis make this a little more professional but you can say just write it to sound like me because Mm -hmm. after you play with it whatever it learns how you talk that was one of the most interesting things that i took out of it was right now we have all these languages json python html you know css all kinds of different programming languages right and they're ranked from like most popular most utilized all the way down right i think he said like python was number one or something like that and one guy was like soon it'll be english right french german right where it's just like it's just your words ai becomes a translator to say what is it that you want i'm going to translate that into code and now naturally developers are like well that's what i do you know so there is that well, are you taking your job? And and maybe someday developers are, it's more citizen, it does become more citizen development. But I don't think this is a, we're coming for the developer's job. Right, and another, the other thing that they stress too is like, it's not called autopilot, right? It's called co-pilot. Co-pilot. You're not letting it go run itself. Right. Maybe for small, like menial day-to-day tasks, mm-hmm. yes. But the idea is that it's, your co-pilot and it's helping right. you and it's assisting you and another big trend from their thing which we've been saying the whole time is it's you can't get rid of the human element yes i was glad they brought the empathetic that up. element right the element that has insight and the intuitiveness to know to pick up on like the small little details of what's actually happening there was definitely a few jokes that were a little uncomfortable especially coming from some of the big players in the room who were like <laughs> We can just let the robots do the work and sit back with a cocktail, right? I'm like, ooh, that's not funny. You know, because there's a lot of people in this room who think that's what's happening. Right. Um, there was that, but it's, we're not there yet. Even if they wanted to get there, it's, this technology is not there. And it's if, not there. I think, again, we've said before, like, you're going to see maybe, yeah, a rise in like AI checking AI or these right. roles for developers that are higher level, right? That are, checking what it's made and doing things that it can't necessarily do fixing you know how things like that. right there's there's gonna have to be the human element because always if you use ai to build things and generate things it's going to look like ai generated it and and you will be discredited as an organization or as an app developer to say okay ai built this just like when uh dreamweaver came right. out it was like, okay, you built this website using Dreamweaver. Yeah. Or you built the, I can tell you use this, you know, I can tell you used this tool to do this. And that soon it, it, it's going to be more and more and more like that, where people are going to get smart to this and they're going to be like, I can tell you used AI for this, didn't you? Right. Like, yeah. 
So then the next the next series was we went to how to create well there was how to create a remote That's culture. The guy Richard. Yeah, I'm trying to find it. I don't see. Even earlier in the day, we have another webinar. Yeah, maybe the timing of this is just. Are you on Tuesday? I am on Tuesday. I see Matt. That was the Matt Berg, the Future Proof Organization. That was a good one. And there it is. Elevate your Microsoft 365 experience, the winning trio of AI, analytics, and automation. And that's with Richard Harbridge, who is also going to be on the show. Yeah. Talk to him for a good while, actually, uh, after his, his talk. He's a SharePoint guy, a lot like me. He's from uh, Canada. And he talked about integrating AI, analytics, and automation, and how those are the three players, which... That's everything we do and everything we talk about on this show. Right. So it was like very refreshing for me to listen to that guy talk and be like, like, that's everything I've been saying. Right. Now I really enjoyed him. I, he was good. And we're having him on the show. That's going to be a good episode. Listening. He talks really fast. He does. <laughs> but I like that. You have to obviously keep it. Yeah, he was great. I, th I thought he was really good. Um, yeah, it was a fun conversation. We we talked for probably a good forty five minutes after after his talk. Yeah. Um, and so that was Tuesday. So that gets into Wednesday. Tuesday, you and I, I think, spent probably more time together than we'll definitely spend more time together than Wednesday because Wednesday, there was definitely a clear divide to say. Yeah, they had it was split up into like different tracks. Yeah. Um, I forget what they're called, but you and I were definitely different Wednesday. Tuesday it was like Strong. okay yeah we can do that marketing track developer techie yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. and so Wednesday uh, the speakers the main stage again unleashed the power of AI in the digital work workplace and it was like was that the panel no that was the uh, that was the guy's book I think he was a was it a book no it wasn't a book that was very much like an episode of the podcast it was kind of like the main point of the podcast yes. Yes, that guy's was definitely like, I felt like I was in my podcast. It was like the lessons learned um, of what his predictions. Think about his predictions. His yeah, predictions. Like Roy's rant. Exactly. It really was. Not so ranty. It wasn't as ranty, but I definitely feel like that Jason and I, if we were to get on the podcast together, which maybe we'll reach out. I actually haven't reached out to him about coming on, but if we were to get him on, I think that his predictions were definitely very aligned with the oh, Royce yeah. Rant episode. He just didn't go as tinfoil. I feel like he kept it pretty right. pretty mid level, at least for the <laughs> <laughs> for the, the clients out. That's right. Uh, and then the next main stage was that was the that was the little panel, the panel, which was AI MythBusters in a digital workplace, and that was uh, Gino De Gregori, uh, Mary Rodriguez. That's the book that we got. She Mary Rodriguez from she's a storyteller from Microsoft. Mm -hmm. Mario Cavara uh, Hall, who is from Avpoint, and I got that name. Sorry, Mario, but he's the, <laughs> he is a, a pretty high player at uh, Avpoint, and uh, and the girl is from Avpoint. Too. Alyssa Blackburn, who is uh, she was a high player at Avpoint. That's why she is Australian. <laughs> she is yeah. Australian. Um, well, she was a great moderator. She was. Um, and so it was those three. Four, if you count the moderator, who is giving their own unique takes. So, uh, I wouldn't think so much. Well, they were like, well, that was the question where I was like, pretty much the only question the myth is, is it going to replace jobs? Right. That's the main myth. Yeah. I mean, it was a lot of the same kind of talk, right? Was different. What are you doing with it? Right. 
is it taking your job? No. Okay. Well, what about in this scenario? What are you doing with it? Is it taking? You know. So it's very much very circled around the singular myth of is this replacing humans? Um, let's see what they're right up with. Explore AI myths, realities, and ethical considerations in the digital workplace with experts. Uh, AI limits versus hype. That was covered. Like, let's take it down a notch. We're not totally there. This is right. not a totally new technology. AI and job impact, job roles and creativity, uh, challenges. Yeah. So I thought the panel was good. Mario and Mary, I was definitely interested in what they had to say. Uh, Gino, he owns a security company. So um, not to say that he wasn't a good panelist or whatever, but he... Um, you could tell who was using it more than others. Correct. So we'll see. You could tell who was more in it every day and more who have oh, to deal with the, the repercussions employee is going to be more every yes. she... and she's a storyteller right <laughs> so it's like her job is to speak gino is definitely more of a security guy yeah. and it he came off more of like i'm around it every day but i'm coming from a security perspective and, and it's funny like hearing him talk he's like oh i'm i'm using chat gpt right and the microsoft person oh, she was not happy about it so microsoft like we mentioned they use Big chat, yeah, the, Big chat. yeah. She's like, by the way, that's current information. She did ask, she right? She was, thing. yeah, like Which we've also said before too. Chat GPT, at least three point five, three point five, yeah. That cuts off at twenty twenty one, right? Correct. Yep. Whereas yeah. I think, unless you unless you're paying for it, GPT four, it's current. Correct. Otherwise, GPT four, you have to pay for it, and that is the more. Uh, Which we used Bing the other day. We did. Pictures. We made some no, I couldn't my own in it every time I told them that it didn't have time. Really? They were too busy. I tried like 10 times. I've used it a few different times. And I mean, it's, it's so that's Dolly 3, which, uh, or maybe it's just Dolly. But it's the images. And it's image generalization, which we created some for this podcast, which um, I shared the prompt because some of the images, like Sydney's like basically in a bikini. What? And I didn't want anyone to be like the podcast is about working from a beach, right? <laughs> Which is, I think, where that got that. But but like, I'm in a suit jacket, <laughs> and like yeah. you're like looking <laughs> like you just got off the beach. And I wanted, and I shared the prompt because I didn't want it to be like well, Roy is trying to make Sydney look like she's at a beach somewhere. <laughs> it's like no, this is what I asked it. This is what it gave me. Okay, so I think like in one of them, I'm like not wearing any shoes. And whereas in that same image, you're like wearing like nothing, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, anyway, but we have used it a few different times. I mean, they're silly images. I've started to share them. I did a whole post on the Go Work Forever Instagram. It definitely not like the colors. It did. It kept adding like a little tiny robot. Like, uh, yeah. I will, yeah. Cute. Um, so it was cool. I, I, I did a whole post with all, most of the images. There were a few that I decided not to share. Um, for various reasons, <laughs> one of them, Sydney's not. That was not. It's not Sydney. I say Sydney, but it's the 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 person that the, the Barbie doll. Yeah, yeah. The person in the <laughs> in the image, she's not wearing a shirt. But and there's not. I mean, you, you can't it's a tell. Doll. But right, like it's there. There's nothing to see there. But and I didn't ask it to not wear a shirt, but it is not wearing a shirt. And I was like, I probably should not share <laughs> that one. And then there was another one where it was like. I have a full head of hair. Yeah. And I'm like, well, that's just inaccurate, you know? 
So there was a few that I was like, well, these these are just sh- so like, wrong. You looked the same in most of them. I feel like. Well, I should. It changed yeah. like the way like I would look in a lot of them. I gave it limited. So I said a male, late thirties, bald, a beard, hazel eyes, and then yeah, I said, I mean, bald, I mean, really good. Yeah, and then I said, um, a blonde with blue eyes, in her late twenties, skinny and build, and the and then it, it had, yeah, I mean, every image, the 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 yeah, depiction of the blonde woman, yeah, the the depiction of the blonde after that changed in every image. With the, the blue background. Yeah, with the blue background and black, blue and black podcast, background, podcast. About yeah. automation and, and ability work. to work from a beach. I basically did the whole AI automation, the ability to work wherever but, from a yeah, beach. I did like a podcast desk yep. on a beach with a little robot in between and right. <laughs> in a suit jacket and me like the tank top and shorts. That's right. And it, I mean, it, it didn't do bad. Like I shared it because I thought, hey, we talk about this stuff, might as well share it. Right. Um, and so... There was definitely like the people who use tools like that, and then the people who have to deal with the security repercussions in terms of the story. So, right. uh, Mary <laughs> uses it, and she's at Microsoft and understands how to tell these stories. And that's the yeah, one you went she to. Works for health. Oh, she's in the health industry. Health industry. Okay. Um, Here's the write-up on it. Take your brand storytelling to new heights with Mary Rodriguez, an award-winning senior storyteller at Microsoft and best-selling author of Brand Storytelling. Discover how AI is revolutioning the way that we tell stories and creating more immersive and impactful experiences for our audience. So you, as our marketing member, went to that one. And you liked it? I did, yeah. So she showed in-depth, real life, how we can give it a prompt or take these bullet points from this email or whatever I want to say, summarize this. Okay, now make it a story. Tell me a story using this information. Okay, and make sure it includes a climax and, you know, build to the events and whatever the different parts of the story are. Yeah. Make sure it includes these points. Okay, now we can take this and say, okay, we, and I guess there's different modes as well. You can put events, you can put it in creative mode, you can put it in more like accurate mode. Um, and then you can say, okay, from this, let's change the tune a little bit. Let's add this. Maybe let's sarcastic. make a LinkedIn post out of this. Oh. You can post it directly to LinkedIn. Can you okay. And it automatically adds hashtags and things like that. Okay. And then since we made that LinkedIn post, let's make a Twitter post out of that. And then it'll automatically add a link to your LinkedIn because it knows we just asked it for a LinkedIn post. In the Twitter mm-hmm. post, and I'll add all the relevant hashtags. You know, Microsoft owns LinkedIn. That, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, she kind of took it from beginnings and okay, but also using it again, she works in the health sector telling stories for Microsoft about that or a blog on. So, it did- she's writing a security blog or something about that. Um, but she also talked about how she can ask it to say, hey, what are new laws that came about in the past 24 hours that I should know about before I publish this? That was a key. Mm-hmm. I've used that example. I had a call earlier today with a financial institution, and I was like, look, when you're when you're building out these financial reports, some of your data is two weeks old. And she touched on that about with the health laws. Yeah, yeah. So that's where that thing again comes in play. Okay, what do I need to know before I publish this? Right. Or 
what are things that this sector of the government cares about? Right. What are things that a director of finance would care about in the health sector? So I can fine tune my blog exactly. to that, that audience. Normally, you wouldn't have that insight. Um, sure, you might know a few things, but like, right. I don't know everything. Maybe I know three of the bullet points that it brought up, but then it brought up six more bullet points. Mm -hmm. um, and then you have six bullet points that then you can take that information, take this blog, but focus it on this bullet point. Um, and it can expand it even more. And then you have another LinkedIn post about that. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. she just showed how everything can kind of go. Yeah, no, that was, she was, she was really interesting. She was. We got about five minutes here, so we'll wrap this up. Um, I went to the app point at the Seattle of how the city of Seattle is using AvPoint. I mostly went there because AvPoint told me to. Um, they were like, hey, go check this out. So I was like, okay, cool. And it was interesting. Um, it was definitely an interesting conversation. The next one uh, was... And that last one was kind of the one that you mentioned yourself or about. Yeah, we went to the uh, Viva Engage, which maybe we'll do a video about the Viva Engage. We, we walked in on that accident. We did. Well, they were behind a certified fire drill. And we so, Sydney and I went to lunch to talk about the marketing one. Right. And then we come back and we are sitting in the room and we're like, this is not a engaged. And then we come to find out there was a fire drill. Which is Microsoft and Yammer. They rebranded. So there's a lot happening within Viva. We don't use it as much as we could. We're, again, a small company. We don't really have the need to Viva so much. But, um, but we talked about a couple of use cases that we want to build so that we can support our clients who are much larger than we us. did and then it seems like your last one was a very doom and gloom like everybody it was scared but mine i came back it was another panel i believe the moderator worked for pillsbury huh. um so that one is revolutionizing customer experience unleashing the power of ai for enhanced customer engagement yeah so the lady from pillsbury every every time somebody says them she goes that's fun. the whole time she was great but it had two they're both the honorable something i don't even want to say how how to say they're or off i know is one and she used yep. to do something very um and she does still i believe elizabeth feller moeller and then roxy roxy and yeah, i can't nigerian i can't yeah, pronounce I'm, the last name but right now she works for Bowie. she's a councilwoman i believe oh or something um, she used to work for Twitch, I know, Microsoft, she mentioned a few times. Um, but they are both in politics. Uh, I think um, Denise Turner Ross, she was like a founder of like GSA. I want to oh. say. Okay. Um, yeah, so it was very customer experience, but in the government. I noticed the later sessions were very government focused. It was very government focused. I had a lot of government people in there um, when I walked in, and they were really. They were excited about it, um, and I found it interesting. Denise had talked about she leads something called Nexus Neighborhoods about building neighborhoods around remote work, replacing some of those old office yeah, buildings, things like that. Um, but it seems like their main thing was um, we talked about like not retraining, but giving workers okay. Yes, you have this license now. Go do what you want. Mm -hmm. We can't just rely on that. People aren't necessarily going to train themselves, so how can you do that? I can talk to you about that after. It was pretty interesting. Um, but people left that one. Like I literally heard the people that was amazing. That was so good. Yeah, that's your, <laughs> that was what you said to me right after. Uh, you were like, everyone seemed left 
was so expensive. Yeah, it was a really it was a really great talk. I I actually enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I would. But um, their main thing for government, somebody did ask like, what was in the, what if you could do one thing right off the bat with AI in the government? What would you do? And she said the ability to have all of the different departments mm-hmm. <laughs> talk to each other. That is a big one. Right. And I was like, oh my gosh, yeah. Like, I just got my name changed. If I could have gone to one and been like, okay, obviously I'm changing my social security card to say my last name. Obviously, okay, now I can get my, the DM, it can talk to the DMV and talk to the freaking, I don't know, post office and right. talk to the social security. Instead of having to go to all the different, yeah. Yeah. I don't envy that. Thing. Yeah. That is a passport, Department of State, all those things. I was like, oh my god, that's a new last name. God bless you. Ah, oh my Evan god. must, uh, Evan, you're you're a uh, you're a lucky guy. You make her run around. <laughs> Haley did it too. Two hundred. So uh, I didn't have anybody. All that. So thank you, Haley, for putting up with that. But yeah, I did really enjoy that one. Yeah, it seemed cool. So guys, uh, maybe we'll break this down. Maybe we'll do a couple more episodes about some of like the more specifics because there was one the one topic that I wanted to converse, uh, have a conversation with. Maybe I'll do, maybe I'll do it myself. Because yeah, yeah, maybe you do. I'll do that by myself. Yeah, <laughs> I don't be much input. That one was. Uh, That's where I I was very surprised with myself. How I was like the whole time I was like I get this like I know what we're talking about fully. Said so we talk about this so much. I know. You I know. But that is where. I was like, ooh, I'm starting to get lost. Well, we did actual This is where I should be a developer because, yeah. So maybe you do. Yeah, that one was... That was really cool and something I would have never thought that is, like, possible. But it was about a generative AI to become, like, your personal assistant. AI bot or something. Be your own co-pilot. How to create your own generative AI assistant with yeah. Mark Rackley. Yeah. Which we basically went in how to use Azure... And OpenAI to build your own virtual assistant co-pilot within the Power Platform, right. which we're doing right now. I actually, as soon as the talk was over, I went to Azure, deployed an instance of it, and we're developing it at Capital Presence. So if you guys are interested in artificial intelligence and you want to use your own data and you want to have a responsible AI strategy, then hit me up because we're building it right now, and we can we can release you as a as a uh, a beta together we can we can walk through this together and share lessons learned so reach out to us and we will uh, we'll help you through that so well guys hopefully you guys got a lot out of this um hopefully you enjoyed the show i enjoyed the conference yeah it was, it not was, replacing humans no have your own guidelines for responsible ai implementation which we talked about yep um and yeah have fun with it embrace <laughs> the technology and right shift 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 happens shift happens we're going to use it. <laughs> You're going to have to. Don't be afraid of it. Not yet. It's not Terminator yet. But no, it was, it was it was great. So hopefully you guys got a lot of this. Uh, thanks for hanging out. Share the show. And reach out to us if you want to play with some um, generative AI because we're doing it right now. And we'd love to bring you along and share some lessons learned with you. So thanks for hanging out, guys. Until next time. See you. Well, guys, thanks so much for watching and or listening. We have had a great time. Hope you did, too. You can find all of the Work Forever podcast episodes here on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, or all of your major streaming platforms with new episodes dropping every Monday. Make sure to follow us at Capital Presence on all social platforms to stay up to date with the things all Work Wherever related. See you next week.